Hello and welcome to the five song mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. I saw a normal looking guy drawing a swastika on a bus stop today. And I was like, stop doing that, sir. And I said, I will not. <laughs> and I'm RJ. What's a normal looking guy? He was, well, you know, there's like bus stop people. Yeah. Um, Americans. Yeah. This was the guy, like a guy that didn't look like he was waiting for the bus. But he was sitting down. Like, he looked like he had a car, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. He was just an older, was an older guy, and uh. he was sitting down at the bus stop, and then he gets up, and then he starts drawing on the uh, like the directory for the bus stop. And I was like, what's this dude drawing? I was like, damn, that's a ton of swastikas, man. <laughs> just all over it. And I was mystified. So I got out, and we exchanged Facebook information, and we're friends. <laughs> it's such a clean design. Yeah, like I know. Very it's so easy sleek. to draw. Yeah. yeah. You can modify it, put some flames on it. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Like a Stussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my Stussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can do anything to it. <laughs> I used to draw Stussies all the time as a kid. I used to draw swastikas all the time as a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember the first time somebody showed me the Stussy thing. And like they just started with the three lines. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing here? And then they did three more lines underneath. I was like, where's this going? And then started connecting. I was like, holy shit. That's an S. How'd yeah. you do that? Well, you start with three lines. Yeah. That's a nice party trick. I might get a Stussy tattoo. <laughs> a little jester hat on it. No, you need that sublime tattoo. One day. <laughs> One day. Uh, I drew a very detailed drawing of the Sublime Sun when I was probably way too old to be drawing the Sublime Sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope the I hope someone has a really really nice Sublime tattoo. I've never seen a nice Sublime tattoo, but I hope it's out there somewhere. Uh, like a, I don't know. <laughs> they might have like a nice like Bradley Noel portrait. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like the whole idea of getting a sublime tattoo is it's got to look like shit, and it's like, got to be done by your friend. I feel like it's like, yo, man, just hop in my van, I'll do it real quick. Yeah, it's right? it's definitely a van tattoo. What's the little like uh, dreadlock dude with like a clarinet? You know what I'm oh, about? the Coco Pelli? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the like the Native American. Is it a Native American dude? I always yeah. assume he has dreads. Yeah, I mean, I, I maybe it is Native American. I used to love the Coco Pelli. I have Coco Pelli everything. I would just like see like either like stickers or like weird metal carvings of this guy and yeah. people's front lawns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a hieroglyphic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 It's Coco Pelli. What's that from? Do you know? Uh, he's going around tooting his horn. <laughs> Not giving a fuck. <laughs> That's the life I want to live. Just grow up my dreads and toot my horn. Coco yeah. Pelli. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's like the god of music or something. Hmm. Oh, it's a fertility deity. Oh, hell yeah. That's why I like it so much. The humpbacked flute player. Oh, he's a hunchback? Uh, Apparently, yeah. Damn. Does it say if he has dreads? Uh, It is uh, from some Native Americans in southwest United States. Okay. Uh, So... I don't know. To me, it looks like he has dreads, but it could be feathers, now that you say he's Native American. Oh. I was really into Huitzapochtli, too, the Aztec bird, but I don't remember 
what he did. I just liked his name. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, nice little <laughs> yeah. lesson on those things. I never knew <laughs> yeah. what that thing was. Yeah, I I know what you mean. You see stickers of it on like people that listen to NPR's cars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People who wear turquoise. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I had a turquoise ankle bracelet too. <laughs> <sighs> Those were yeah. the days. <clears throat> um, all right. So this is episode 103 of the podcast. This is Devin's Mix. Uh, Devin, tell us about your mix. It is called Staring into the Abyss. Now, why why did you make this mix? What what was uh, inspiring you here? Um, I was listening to a lot of uh, new post-rock stuff. And As you it do. was... What? As you do. As I do, yes. yes. And uh, I found some of these newer bands that I hadn't heard of before, and they're all over the place. There's some, like, happy stuff and then some, like, darker stuff. I was like, damn, this one hard as fuck. <laughs> and uh, then I started, like, putting together. I was like, what other bands are like this? Like, Russian Circles kind of does something like this. There's, like, Pelican and uh, other stuff along those lines that are known for just being dark all the time. And then I started going through my post-rock history of, like, uh, bands that I used to listen to and kind of listening to their whole albums, like, seeing if they had a whole theme to them. Because there's post-rock, like, has a bunch of subcategories to it, which aren't really defined by anything. Everybody just calls it post-rock. But it sounds very different from, you know, the next band. So... As I was going through it, I was like, oh, I can make something that, like, slowly, like, ramps up in intensity or darkness or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I had a tough time putting together five songs because there's a lot of a lot of options. Yeah. But I was trying to find things mostly, like, in a minor key, mostly with the similar vibe and uh, too many post-rock songs in triumphantly. <laughs> so I was trying to stay away from those. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I a, decided to start off slow and, like, slowly ramp up over time. Yeah. It's kind of amazing to me that, like, there's just a lot of these bands. I know. Because it's like, I don't know. It's like, they I, they don't all sound the same, but they all kind of sound the same. A lot of them do the same thing. Yeah. And that's kind of why I was happy I found a lot of these new bands. Uh, the last three are new to me mm-hmm. and came out with albums last year that were on uh, some article or maybe a Reddit or something of like top post-rock albums or songs of 2021. And I was like, damn, I haven't like checked this out for a while, so I'll see what the new stuff's all about. And there was a lot of variety in there. So I was, uh, it, it, they weren't doing the same old thing anymore. Like Explosions in the Sky, I feel like kind of, is set the tempo for post-rock for like 15 years mm-hmm. and nobody really strayed away from it with a few exceptions like Caspian. They're always going to be my favorites. They consistently change. Um, but for the most part, the ones like, like the second song on here, that band giants, uh, you know, I think they have like 12,000 streams on their top song. And it's just because they fall into the same category as all those other bands that just mix together, mm-hmm. which I think they're better than a lot of those other bands, but they do a lot of the same things. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah, it's kind of weird to me because it's like 
Mogwai has like a lane now that I yeah. feel like a lot of these bands could be in, but they're choosing to just. I don't know. It just if I had a band like this, I'd be trying to make soundtracks. And I think the last yeah. band may have made a soundtrack. Ooh, um, I'd be curious about that. I think I saw it on their Spotify albums that it was oh. like from the original motion picture or something. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, because if I was one of these bands, I would totally just be trying to make soundtracks. Yeah, Explosions in the Sky did it. Yeah, a bunch of times and. Honestly, it made Friday Night Lights a good movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just hearing that in the background. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, RJ, being the post-rock expert on the podcast, <sighs> from having a post-rock mix already. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this hurts my soul. Uh, did you have any thoughts going into this mix? Uh, I didn't know who anybody was going into. I think I <laughs> That's recognized. Right, bitch. I think I recognized one of the the names, but no, I, you, I don't no, think you, I knew who they were. You didn't know. <laughs> you had no idea. Yeah, I just recognized the second band's name, but I didn't listen to them. Okay, but that's it. Oh, exciting! I didn't know if anybody had heard the first one. So I've talked about. I've been listening to them for a while, and I've talked about them. I don't know if I talked about them on here though. Hmm. But I feel like I they're, they're one of the bands that I always mention to people. It's like, you should listen to this album. It's really good. Do yeah. you talk to people on your other podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be my solo podcast, actually. Just That's putting it out of the world. The Glory Hole cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from <laughs> the, the voices yeah. behind the Glory Hole podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be a great idea for a podcast. Literally, Devin sees the hole, and before sticking anything in it, he just like kind of puts his eye in his mouth in it. He's like, hey, let's talk real quick. I'm recording. He just slides a microphone through the hole <laughs> yeah. instead of a dick. It's just a lot of... <laughs> this dick feels weird. Visually, he was stroking the microphone right now. I think audibly that came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. Okay, good. <laughs> the, glory, the idea, I forgot who brought this up on a podcast, but just the idea of the glory hole and, like, the person who's <laughs> on the receiving side, they're getting next to nothing out of this. On the, well, I mean, I think they're on the giving side. Okay, it depends Depends on your perspective here. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I would say they're, they are the givers of the two. Yeah. Yeah, they have, they're getting next to nothing. <laughs> yeah, and so like at one point, so many dudes thought it would be a woman back there, but it's like, what are they no. getting out of any of this? <laughs> yeah, no, it. I want to talk to a glory hole worker, <laughs> an like, expert. <laughs> yeah, just somebody that's been through it. You know, yeah. seen uh, seen all the dicks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the craziest thing they've seen? Why do they do it? Like. What's the deal, man? Do you ever yeah. just go there to use the bathroom and you're like, well, you're here, so fuck, I might as well do it. Yeah, like, I got a 30-minute lunch break. <laughs> Let's make it last. That's why you always carry, like, a drill with you so you could drill your own hole in the bag. Now both of us are receiving it. I do have a nice <laughs> hole bit on my drill right now. <laughs> yeah. I forgot which movie it is, but there's a movie where a guy is, like, at a truck stop bathroom or something, and he goes in the stall. And it's like it has a date and time on the stall. Oh, and like, Dumb and Dumber is that in Dumb and Dumber? I think it is. And it's a glory hole, and he's like, "Uh oh, I came here during the wrong date and time for the glory hole." It it wasn't a glory hole in Dumb and Dumber. It was just oh. a a dude that was like, "Meet here at this time." No, and I then, thought it was a glory hole. Yeah, I mean, 
it was somebody was gonna be a glory hole, but it ended up just being a big trucker dude that just smashed the door down. I think it was Dumb and Dumber. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've never seen a glory hole in person. I got to go to more rest stops. I'm sure they're in San Francisco. I don't know about Sacramento though. I'm sure there's some in Sacramento. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to know, because, like, I know the scarier parts of Sacramento, but I don't know, like, the sexy parts of Sacramento. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I think they're one and the same. <laughs> Any, anywhere sexy. Yeah. Make it sexy. You got to go to those underground tunnels underneath old sack. <laughs> Find some weird shit there. Like, like Mike, just close your eyes. I can make it sexy. <laughs> yeah. You see? It's sexy now. Yeah. I, I mean, I know... Auburn Boulevard's where all the hookers hang out. Yeah. But and there's a bunch of strip clubs there and tattoo parlors. Yeah. But I don't know if there's any place for a nice glory hole. <laughs> I think you've got to go to a rest stop. Like, I mean, think about the glory hole business during COVID. They shut down all bathrooms. Maybe a glory <laughs> hole's not even a thing. You think like it's, it's just fake news? It's, it's like Richard real. Gere's it, gerbil. It's just like literally just like. Some porn guys like, dude, we just drill a hole through here. Well, what are you going to call this? Call it a glory hole. Yeah, it came like from those like Jewish sex blankets. It, it's it's <laughs> not a thing. It's just a in a porn movie that somebody like made it so it's a thing. I think it's got to be a thing. How many have you ran into? I think none. I've heard See? people talk on Pat podcasts in New York in the gay community. Yeah, yeah. that it yeah, is, and they're uh, like, no, there's holes in the stalls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. By guys, yeah. the Ian <laughs> on By guys was talking about. Using the glory hole. Yeah. I don't know if he worked it or if he uh, <laughs> if he frequented it, but it's See, a thing. We don't have one because we don't have a bathroom stall here. I just literally drilled a hole in Devin's door, and so when he's taking a shit, I just I just kind of go into his room and <laughs> yeah. But, but jokes on him because the door is two and a quarter inch thick, so <laughs> yeah. nothing comes Devin through. Doesn't even notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's mainly for Buddy just to be like, hey, what are you doing in there? Yeah. That's his dog, by the way. I smell something. <laughs> You've been in there for a while. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. It's the same with, like, I don't. I doubt they have, a, like, rub, rug, rub and tug maps, but for Glory Hole, like a Glory Hole map. They probably do, actually. You think so? I'm going to look that up. <laughs> like a geocaching app that is just Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they used to have one with called reviews. Tug Maps. Yeah, for a massage parlor. I think it was called Tug Maps. I think but it was still like an exists. actual app. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they have an actual app. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was a, but they spoke in code, but you can see it on the, uh, uh, like the Yelp reviews also. Like people just speak in code. There was one that just got busted in Orangevale. They're also like making meth out of there. So, oh, okay. It's probably a whole other thing. Who cares? I know. Let them make their meth. They're, no, no. Oh. You're rubbing their thighs. <laughs> it's oh, an yeah. ancient tradition, okay? Yeah. Massages Release. have always been done this way. It's yeah. only been in modern times where we're like, oh, you can't touch that piece of meat. No touch it to pee pee. No, so stupid. Why? Yeah. I bet if they had, you know, massage parlors for ladies to go to, then it'd be okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just suddenly become a masseuse. Oh, I know what he's up to. Oh, God. How many mas- how many guys become masseuses purely to be like, I know one day some lady's going to let me fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this one. I have to massage thousands of gross men yeah. to get to that one lady. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
And then you get hit with a sexual assault charge. <laughs> um, all right. So, staring into the abyss, uh, Devin, go ahead and try to guess favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. This was kind of tough. I and bet. this is halfway a shot in the dark, but also kind of an educated guess. Uh, Mike, four, three, one. RJ, three, two, three. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm curious if RJ and I are fairly similar on our enjoyment of this mix. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't think RJ's decided which ones he likes. Yeah. Uh, See how this plays out. I don't think he's listened to it. Not at all. I'm like not less than 10 minutes. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite long. (laughs) It was a quite long one. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really feel like it dragged on too much. Yeah, no. that's that's what I was going for. You know, professional. <laughs> All right, so staring into the abyss, uh, track number one on here. Devin starts off with a song called "Bullet" uh, from a band called Beware of Safety, off of their album Lotusville from 2014. Track three, eight minutes and thirteen seconds. Uh, Beware of Sa- Safety, commonly abbreviated abbreviated as Boss. Boss. is an instrumental post-rock band from Los Angeles, California. Uh, the band plays sprawling instrumental rock that could be classified as post-metal, post-rock, and even math rock. Uh, Beware of Safety has six official releases in its catalog. Uh, it is Curtains, Dogs, Giants, Boss, Split, 7-Inch, uh, Leave Scars, Lotusville, and Mabon. Uh, the band has released albums with the Mylene Sheath in the USA, as well as uh, Friend of Mine Records in Japan, and has toured throughout the USA and Europe, highlighted by performances with Caspian L1011, If the, if These Trees Could Talk, yeah. Te, uh, S- Sleep Makes Waves, uh, yeah. RJ knows a thing or two about them, uh, Maserati, uh, the American Dollar, Junius, and among others. Uh, the band has received notable amount of press for their album, Dogs, including a write-up in the Wired Magazine Sunday soundtracking. Uh, Beware of Safety's 2014 Lotusville reflects the band's experiences living in Los Angeles, California. Uh, member Morgan Hendry is also an engineer at Jet Propulsion Labs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got ourselves a real brain over there. Real brainiac. Yeah. Nerd. Oh, did you guys ever watch that cartoon? Uh, is it called The Head or The Brain? No. It was a Mike Judge cartoon uh, that was, like, on MTV. That was, like, oh. after it came, like, Beavis and Butthead, like, early 90s. I think it was, like, mid-90s. And it's just a guy with, like, a giant head. Was this Herman's head? Ooh, I don't. I can't remember the name. I remember I, watching it briefly. It might be Herman's head. The head. Pinky and the brain. No, RJ. <laughs> no, I'm thinking something different. One's genius. The other. Animaniacs. Genius. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get there. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, is it I think called? it is the head. Is it called the head? Let me see. Just the head Type MTV it. cartoon. I think Mike Mike Judge worked on it. Yeah. Oh, it was King of the Hill. It was King of the Hill. (laughs) 
Yeah, The Head, a short-lived American science fiction adult animated television series. Yes. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. He just had that big old scrotum head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to watch some of these because I remember they had um, like a a cartoon from uh, an Image Comics character called The Max. Uh, that was yeah. made by this this artist and writer named Sam Keith, who actually lives in Placerville, weirdly enough. What? Yeah. But the Max huh. was fucking sick. Um, you know what's super weird about that time? Is uh, Aeon Flux is one of the first, like, American animes. He, well, the guy who made it, I think, is Korean. But it's, like, one of the first, like, animes to really hit the U.S. population in a big way. Because I'm pretty sure that show first, like, had snippets of it airing in, like, 91. Hmm. Which is bizarre to think about. That that weird-ass show, Aeon Flux, was, like, that early. That's the one that they picked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking weird, and it's weird looking. I didn't particularly like it, but... Did you watch the movie with uh, Charlize Theron? Yeah, it's a... I think it has like a eight or nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That movie. That's so sick. I watched it because of that, and I ended up kind of liking it. <laughs> but in, in a, not in a oh this is a good movie type of way, but in the same way that I'm surprised that I like certain animes every time I watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I didn't think I would like this, and I didn't know people can make stories like this. Yeah, like it had a really fascinating story. Same thing with the live version, live action version of Death Note. Which I watched, and I was like, that was cool as shit. Yeah. And then everybody's like, you're stupid. That yeah. movie sucks. <laughs> watch the show. And yeah. I was like, I don't watch anime. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as the manga or the anime. They're actually the Duffer Brothers, the Stranger Things guys. Yeah. They're making a, a Death Note TV series. Yeah, I just heard about that. My coworker was telling me about that the other day. He was yeah. talking about the, the manga, too, and how like they made uh, the character completely different in... Yeah, the movie like a completely different personality and everything. Person, yeah, just yeah. completely different. It's like that was kind of the cool thing about him. This he was like cold and calculated mm-hmm. in the manga and the anime, and then he was a little bitch in the movie. Yeah, a little whiny American bitch. Yeah, yeah. a mongo. Yeah, that is weird. Anne Flux was okay. What about uh, so was Anne Flux a a movie or was that a series? Uh, it started off as shorts, so like the uh, MTV had their, uh, it's the head was on it too. They they just had these like short, it's like uh, pre Adult Swim, yeah, way yeah. before Adult Swim they were doing this because Adult yeah. Swim was developed to bring Cowboy Bebop, uh, that show to America. That's like really the big design behind it was like because I remember the first day it aired and it was Cowboy Bebop and like Yu Hawk Show and Inuyasha was on there. I think they had another one. I can't remember. Okay. We were talking about this a while ago, and I was trying to figure out the anime that I watched years ago that I liked. Mm. Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. That's a good one. That was it. Yeah. I, I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, this is fucking cool. But it popped into my head the other day. I was like, oh, that was the one. Yeah. The dude with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. But I think that was one of the first ones on there also uh, on Adult Swim. That came a little bit later. That was like Did early it? 2000s. Okay, I want to say like 2001 or something. So because Rurouni Kenshin was before that, and that was on there. But uh, that one sounds familiar too. He has a cross-shaped scar on his cheek, and he has red hair. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I always identified with him. <laughs> <laughs> so Akira and Ghost in the Shell were in the States. Yeah, as movies. But but as movies. So yeah. that, I guess that doesn't really count. But I remember always wanting to rent those when I was at the store, yeah. the, the video store. And the blockbuster. Uh, yeah, they had the Gold Country video. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I never watched him. I still want to see Akira because he's just Oh, really? That, yeah, he just rides around on a fucking street bike with a katana. Oh, no, it's not that. But okay. you'd love it. Okay. Yeah, you'd really, really like it. It's really interesting. Right. The the manga series is fucking long and huge. I've never finished it. I think I only have three volumes of it, and there's like twelve or thirteen. Damn. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. Huh. Yeah, you'd love the movie though. I want to see Ghost in the Shell too. You'd love that as well. All right. Yeah. Getting into it now. Ass and titties. Ass yeah, that's and titties. why I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I are they making a live version of that? Uh, they did. did they? Yeah. Okay. With Scarlett Johansson, and she got in trouble for whitewashing. Oh, but she's so hot. <laughs> yeah. There should be an exception for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So this song from Bullet from by Beware of Safety. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good song. It reminded me weirdly a lot of Death Cab. And I think Ooh. it's because of the driving bass and drums that yeah. they have. And just that simple, like, yeah. Uh, for some reason, that just reminded me a lot of like how Death Cab sets up their songs. I did listen to um, some of the songs from Dogs from that album. Okay, good. Uh, I think they have a song on there called New Metal. Pretty fucking sick. Yeah, very different album, too. Very right? different than this. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so I loved Dogs when it came out and then listened to this Lotusville. I was stoked for this one. I pre ordered it on vinyl. And then I was just very confused as to the direction that they went, but ended up like loving this album more than well, I, I like them pretty equal. But I was surprised that I love this album. And apparently, Lotusville was the name of Los Angeles before it was Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's just a, it's like a, a Chinatown style history of a. An instrumental history of Los Angeles. Huh, that's weird. It's a good album. It's a. Uh, it's got a lot of like interlude tracks on it. I would say like that wouldn't be a full song, but it works well with the song before it and after it. Uh, but yeah, it's a good album. It's almost like an instrumental concept album, if that's possible. Yeah, they should just be making scores. Yeah, that's what yeah. they should be doing. <laughs> yeah. um, RJ, how'd you feel towards this song? Uh, the very intro, I was just like, okay, well, we'll see what we're getting into this. Like, where, where, what is the abyss? And then I think as soon as I heard the bass in there, I was like, ooh, I like that. I don't know what this is still. They're not singing, so I think it's an instrumental. But I was like, the bass, it just sucked me in. As soon as it just, it's, it's like, it's, and then just like everything came together. Um, I did like it when it started picking up towards the end. And like I said, as soon as the bass came in, it just sucked me in. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I liked it as an intro track. Did you notice how they separate the? Because you probably listen to it on the headphones sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, just my car on the way to work. But Mike, you did. Yeah, they they separate the the, the pan left and right. Yeah, rhythm guitars on the left. Cool. I wish. I uh, bass and drums are on the right, and then lead uh, covers both of them. Oh, no, that would have been changed. It it makes it sound completely different. It sounds so cool. It sounds like you're watching it live. Like they do that with a lot of uh, older jazz albums when they remaster it. Mm-hmm. 
as if you're watching the band play live. Like they'll have piano in the left ear and, you know, bass and drums always on the same side, like the rhythm section. And it just blends together so nicely. It always bothers me when sometimes I don't have both my headphones in and it's still Mm -hmm. set up that way. Yeah. Like my left headphone's not in and I can't hear the fucking lead guitar. Yeah. What's the matter here? Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Recognize I I only have one headphone. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Make it mono. Spotify (laughs) should figure that out. They should. Get on it, Spotify. Fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, but get rid of Joe Rogan while you're at it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I I like the song. It's a good song. Right. And, uh, yeah, we're just, like, we're barely, the, we've just barely seen that asshole, RJ. Yeah. It's barely puckering. Yep. We haven't it's quite just entered it yet. peeking out behind, like, a lace curtain. Are we talking about <laughs> a, a glory hole still? Yep. No. Okay, nice. Just an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Just the butt no. hole. Yeah. No. I mean, an some asshole. Might, some might call it a glory hole. <laughs> That's I, don't what, I don't know what you're interested in. <laughs> You know where fudge is made, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> milk, milk, <laughs> lemonade. Uh, all right. So moving on from that, we've got uh, While the Ages Steal um, by Giants off of Old Stories. Uh, this uh, album came out in 2008. This is the first track off the album, 6 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, not a whole lot of information on Giants. Uh, they're an instrumental post-rock band based out of Cedar Falls, Iowa, that formed in the summer of 2005. Uh, Giants have had four releases, um, a self-titled, a self-released demo, an EP. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of information on Giants. Um, I really like this song. Okay. I, I think the song's kick-ass. I liked it a lot more than the first song. Like, the first song's fine, I think. Uh, this song's fantastic. Oh. Right. Yeah, I feel like this is more of that like 2000s uh, post-rock sound. Yeah. Uh, like, it fits the mold, but they do it a lot better. I've always felt that about, like, everything that they do. Like, I can listen to a whole album, and it doesn't seem repetitive, whereas some things, like, there's some albums by, like, If Trees Could Talk that sounds like a lot of the same thing, and this one is so good. Yeah, basically, not the first song, but these back four songs are all songs, all stylistically, stuff that we would have played. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking about this whole, t- like, making this mix. I was like, I just want to play this music for the rest yeah. of my life. Like, this is what our jams would turn into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's the song, right? Like, it has a lot of the just one note str- or really, really fast strumming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that shit. <laughs> uh, remember me? What fuck? What's that song called? Not Old Greg. Jer- not Jeremy. Fuck. Yumi and Dustin played it. Oh. For like 30 minutes. Oh, yes, sir. Jesse. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's oh. Voice. <laughs> yes, sir. That was so good. I put that on SoundCloud and told some dude that came in the coffee shop about it. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. Like, not even, like, trying to promote it or anything. And he listened to it. He's like, that song is fucking amazing. <laughs> the song is so good. Like, everything about it is so good. And he's, he compared it to, like, some older Ween songs. I was like, 
I've never listened to Ween, but yeah. I guess I might have to listen to them now. <laughs> like we were just make, we were just fucking around for thirty minutes. Yeah, we're just geniuses. We're just fucking geniuses, man. <laughs> I wasn't even getting high back then either. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine what we'd make now. I found mushrooms. Oh, I might get into ketamine soon too. Let's see what happens. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> RJ was talking about doing coke again. Oh hell yeah, RJ. Not really, but. Oh. We were I was, talking, I was about talking about soda, just like Coca-Cola, and Devin's like, cocaine, let's do it. <laughs> oh, you're talking about soda? Yeah, Fan. Totally different conversations we were having. Sorry I'll, about that. I only do coke at glory holes. <laughs> yeah. The only you, time. You gotta do it to feel. <laughs> the, if the cocaine on a dick, I ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you really get your money's worth. <laughs> uh, RJ, how'd you feel towards this song by Giants? Uh, as Mike said, I do like this one more than the first one. Uh, I love the tremolo picking in there. Just a quick... Uh, look at Arjo with his fancy words. Just a oh, tremolo. Little, little, um, it, it's just literally... I, I heard that and I was like, this this brings me back to Caspian and I like it. This is where I'm safe. This is where I'm comfortable. Yep. <laughs> Took off my pants and I was like, ah, ready? Let's get hard. And my jacket. And, <laughs> and take off my pants and jacket. Yes. <laughs> so I'm comfortable, of course. <laughs> Because uh, it is summertime. Um, but yeah, I, I like this one a lot. And I think once I heard that and I was like, this reminded me very much of Caspian's. They're certain, you know, of course, they've changed styles throughout their their albums. But, you know, I did like this one a lot. Now, you were talking about getting hard and jerking off there for a minute. and Don't recall. It brought me to this question. What do you think the most jerkable song is in history? Uh you know, like people like, talk okay. about jerking off to okay. movies no, 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 when no. they were younger. Okay. Hold on, hold on. So, right. are you talking like something that's just like, "Ooh, this is sexy," and it puts me in a mood? Or are you talking about like where whatever, just, or just something that's like you know, tempo like? It could be the Benny Hill theme song for all I care. If that's jerkable to you, you know, I think anything's jerkable. I mean, not anything. Yeah, just play a song. Tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna say anything less than Jake. I got your picture. All right, that's see, that's about jerking, but I don't know if that's jerkable. You know, the obvious one would be like, uh, what about this? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> rock a lobster. See, I still think I'm, I'm turning Japanese. No, I could jerk into this <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, I I was thinking I would do anything for love by Meatloaf. That's a pretty jerkable song to me. That's a slow jerk. That's how I like it. <laughs> what about? This sticks. How do you know that? That's very. How sticks. do you know that? Say, this <laughs> is very sticks. This is my game. Go ahead, try me, bro. Try me. Devin and I got high to the sticks many times. Oh yeah, that's another story. Oh man. <laughs> oh, the, the sticks is basically just a group of elves. Set an open course yeah, for the virgin seas. Sigh. 
got to be free. I heard, I heard the first little sound, and I was like, I want to say sticks, but I was like, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Like, I want to sound stupid. That's a good jerk song. I would, I would do Come Sail Away. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Come. For obvious reasons. <laughs> or uh, Blue Collar Man. Trying to be a blue collar man. Ooh, Rush has a lot of jerkable songs. Limelight. Ooh. (laughs) Someone has. I need to listen to this. Someone has a playlist on Spotify called Kirsten Dunst Turning Japanese. What? (laughs) Oh, no. And there's like. This is just a. There's Kung Fu Girls by Blondie, Hard Jaku Girls by Gwen Stefani. Uh, Turning Japanese, uh, Hong Kong Garden oh. by Susie and the Banshees, Life what? in Tokyo by Japan. <laughs> what? This has nothing to do with Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> no. Eric B. and Rakim? <laughs> this is fucking sick. The Breeders? What the f- <laughs> blur? Can you like the playlist? So just for the person that's out there is just like, yes, I got a like. Somebody yeah, I'm going to give them a like. They have 99 <laughs> likes already. Oh. Can all job, our Henry. followers go on there and please drop a yeah. like? Avril Lavigne's Hello Kitty, yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty jerkable one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Shocked me with that electric feel. Okay. I'm confused. <clears throat> I'm so confused by this person's playlist. He's <laughs> got blur on there. There's just so many things that just have ja- Japanese references or they're Japanese artists. Yeah. Like Tokyo Eye by Sonic Youth. And then you have, you know, Japanese bands. Yeah. <laughs> and Yellow then, Magic Orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then one called Running Back to You by The Juan McLean. <laughs> This person's fucking sick, though. Yeah, I'm fully down with this playlist. <laughs> I hope it's, it's Sky Kir- Ferrer on I here. hope it's Kirsten Dunst. This is just yes. her playlist she made. <laughs> she just makes all her playlists with her name in it. <laughs> Man, I'm just going to type in Kirsten Dunst, see what comes up. <sighs> feeling, oh, feeling like a Kirsten Dunst Sophia Coppola gal. Oh, yeah. Lana Del Rey, Mazzy Star. Okay, this is making sense. Nancy Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Slow dive, Velvet Underground. All right, that makes more sense. Good job. I'll give sense. you a like too. <laughs> uh, all right, have we said that all of our things about Giants? Yeah, I love Giants. I love this album and they the undeserving. So good. All right, Devin, what is this song called? Yeah, go tell us, Devin. This song. <laughs> What's it called? It's called. I T I I I T I A T I I H Y L. I think you guys I should H- ask me that. Y- it sounds L. very robotic. How do you I- know those I- aren't? I- How do you know those aren't ones? Um, because I know what it stands for. Oh, what does it stand for? If this is it, if this is all there is, I hope you live. I hope you live. He lies. He forgot an eye. <laughs> I counted. Shut up. I watched. Do it again. If this is it, if this is all there is, I hope you live. I hope you live. Count my eyes, bro. I got two of them right here for you. 
you got a brown eye for you too. <laughs> cool. um, well, this song is from Black Shape, off yes. the album Black Shape yes. from 2021. This is the 10th track on the album, 6 minutes and 12 seconds. It's the only track that isn't a Roman numeral um, yes. on this well, album. There's some numerals in there. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, Black Shape is an instrumental post-mathcore band from Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, damn. Their debut album recorded and co-produced by the legendary Matt Goldman from The Chariot and Under Oath. What? Is, is a study of maximalism. Uh, written and recorded as one continuous loop, the record plunges listeners into a complex journey of heavy, beautiful math. <laughs> Calculus. All right, RJ, so we were just going along with this mix. We had the first song on here. I was like, all right, it's like a little bit upbeat. We had the second song on here. I was like, okay, yeah, I I feel it. I like it. And then we get to this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this song. Oh. I love this song so much. Damn. I listened to this album twice. Ooh, <laughs> you like the album? I like the album. Oh, yes. I wish there was more singing on the album. I Yes. But it works so well in this song. Yes. Because it's like the when they first start doing the singing, it's like radio heady. And then when mm-hmm. they start doing more singing, it's like under Rothy. And I'm yeah. like, this is fucking fantastic. I was thinking ass. it had like that kick. It, it almost had that same kick that uh, that song Rhea by uh, uh, Oathbreaker has. Mm, yeah. You know, when she just does that. And then the music like kicks in. Yeah. Like it was almost there, but. Uh, yeah, I liked the the lyrics in it right in the middle to kind of usher in the darker, the darker times. The dark times. The darkness. Yeah, this song's fucking sick. I like this album a lot. It's really nice to listen to. It's like, I wish that there was more vocals on it. If there was more vocals on it, I would be all the fuck in on this band. But I really like the album, and I like the song a lot. Nice. Yeah, the song's fucking sick. Um, RJ, how do you feel towards the singing? Okay, so first time listening to the first two songs, then I got to this one, and I listened to the beginning part, but then he started singing, and I was like, all right, this is not an instrumental album. And I went through a weird like midlife crisis at the moment because I was like, this is not instrumental anymore. What the <laughs> fuck is Devin doing? This is what caused your breakdown? Yeah, yeah. I was, this is why I started cleaning my room. Yeah. <laughs> started taking mushrooms again. You started started listen to me. And I was bought a hog. Yeah. <laughs> right around a hog. Not not a motorcycle. Uh, literally an yeah. animal. Squeak. Riding around a pig. He started a group called Wild Hogs with two other people from work. Just ride their fucking pigs around. They told me we're at a ham. It's like I'm preparing for the future, damn it. Yeah. It, would, um, it would not be weird if no. I saw RJ walking down the street with a pot belly pig next to him. Talking about Winnie the Pooh. All right, yeah, we're talking about Winnie the Pooh. All right, let's come back into this. <laughs> and I got to Tigger, and then yeah. all bets are off. <laughs> I don't know after that. This is going to be the weirdest edit in the world. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I like it. It's experimental. Uh, we were talking about Black Shape. Yeah. Uh, Did we get to RJ's? No, we were on me, and then we started <laughs> talking about a pig. Yeah, you were riding a fucking pig. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It, it was it was when they got the lyrics, I had my midlife crisis, but then I was like, ooh, these kind of fucking work. And I listened to it again, and I was like, I like this again. And I listened to it again, and I was like, okay, I, I accept Devin for who he is and putting lyrics in the song. But I, I did you. like the song. I, I don't know. It just, it just amped me up. It just made me feel good, and I was like, this is cool. I like this. All right. I mean, this isn't 
He didn't go out to make an instrumental mix, RJ. That, well, that, that, this is this is this is why I threw my phone. It's <laughs> not my problem. I ain't paying for this shit. Yeah, now I needed a new phone. Uh, um, Devin, how did you uh, stumble into Black Shape? This is one of the ones that had. Uh, so the last three had albums that were the top post rock albums of 2021 that I decided to dive into or they were just uh, they weren't on the list but they were like associated artists or like honorable mentions or something hmm. and uh, started listening to uh, I think this was the album this came out last year right this is their only album yeah yeah there's another band called Black B-L-A-K that I always get confused with this one and they have a bunch of albums hmm. but I started listening to both of them and uh, when I got to this one with the lyrics, I had another song from this album on here at first. I don't remember which one, but when I got to this one with the lyrics, I'm like, ooh, the lyrics actually fit this. Yeah. I'm going to keep this in here. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and made some tweaks to the rest of the, the mix. Yeah, I love it because the, the, the first song's fine, the second song's good, and then these back three are just like right up my alley. Yeah. Right up my it's alley. new stuff. This is always what happens when I take a break from a genre for a few years mm-hmm. and then find like the new stuff that people are doing. I'm always like blown away that that style has evolved or like in the case of hardcore, like they've kind of gone back and sampled some stuff from previous generations of hardcore and successfully done it. Yeah. You know, like they're bringing back that 90s style, but making it good. You know, like making Blood for Blood good. <laughs> Have you listened to Drain? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I thought you were talking about Turnstile. Oh, no, no, no. No, okay. not that. No, okay. <laughs> no. But and then there's fucking Soul Glow that is just doing something completely different. Hell yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that album's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving from Black Shape, we've got Heavy Hands by Shiloh from their self-titled album from 2012. Uh, five minutes and eight seconds. It might have been 2015, this album. I can't remember. Yeah, it was an older one. Yeah. Um, but Shiloh is an American post-rock and post-metal band from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, signed to Pelic, Pelagic, Pelagic, Pel, Pel, Pelagic, Pelican? Pelagic Pel- Records. Pelagic. Okay. <laughs> uh, the band's current lineup consists of Zach Bryant, Greg Preston, Drew Storks, and Dylan Partridge. Uh, the band was There's formed- two birds. <laughs> 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 uh, the band formed in 2011 after the breakup of the metal-inspired group Vessel. Uh, after spending several months writing during the winter of 2011, Shiloh recorded their six-song debut from Alan Bergendahl of Bird Viking, <laughs> Viking Record. What? Uh, in September 2011, Shiloh was signed by indie music label Fluttery Records. That's like a bird. In <laughs> September 2015, it was announced that Shiloh would be releasing their third album. Uh, titled Hereth through Spartan Records. Uh, the band released their second extended play and fourth studio album, Burning Day, in 2017 through Spartan. 
And then in May 2019, the band completed a 30-day European tour in conjunction with their appearances at both Dunkfest and Post in Paris Fest. Post in Paris Fest? Oh. Oh. I I'll this, go to that. I bet this last band was playing at Post in Paris Fest, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably headlined. Uh including actually you know who probably headlined is birds in row (laughs) they are also from paris and birds birds. (laughs) um yeah i really really enjoyed this song um really i really enjoyed this song i think it's a great song Um, i want to listen to more of them i did not have a chance to listen to more of them um but yeah i like that uh the turn to get a little bit heavier a little heavier little heavier that grungy bass line yeah that comes in it's like oh yeah going somewhere uh was this a new discovery for you yeah their album i think the new album's called the beacon Hmm. that one is what i initially started listening to and had a song from that on here and then i liked it so much that i went back and listened to some of their other stuff and then found this one and i was like this this is the one yeah, this, this goes on it. here. They have another cool one on, I think, this album, which was more of a thing back in that era. I think it was 2012, um, where they'd take like a sample. Like they, all the bands that we used to listen to, like the Dude Bitch bands, would have like a sample of something from a movie or something. And oh, they have yeah. a sample. Yeah. Nobody really does that anymore, but oh, yeah. they have a song with this sample where this dude's like talking about. Like he's like a surgeon or something, and talking about playing God, and at the end he's like, "I am the God," and like <laughs> then the music just comes in. I was like, "Oh, this is so fucking sick!" I almost put that on there, but I was like, "That's too many lyrics." <laughs> I think it was. Uh, it's it's a it's Camadre. Camadre Ooh. has like a sample from like Mrs. Doubtfire or something. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it was a drive by fruiting. <laughs> I need to find that CD or maybe it might be on Spotify. Camadre might be. But it's they I are. Remember, I remember it being fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and fucking Killing the one had Goonies. Winds of Plague had that Terminator 2 breakdown oh, or yeah. something. Dun, dun, but no, that wasn't dun, a dun, sample. Dun, yeah, it was just dun, the dun, 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 Yeah. Job for a Cowboy had some stuff. I don't know what it was from, though. Oh, who had... Uh, it wasn't a band that I really liked that much. I think it was Bleeding Through had Boondock Saints. Oh, really? It, that makes it sense. was a firefight! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. Remember when some dumbass kid just had a little synth mini and just would like press a button while they're playing a band? Just go... Yeah, you don't even hear it. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, literally, I think it they're was there you just... the first time I saw one of those little pads. I think oh. you were the first person just to, for yeah. me to see a padded person. Yeah, I got the chaos pad. Yeah. I think it was fucking sick. I used to get <laughs> so high and just play, <laughs> played Radiohead's in Rainbows. And then just remixed it with my chaos pad in the practice studio. <laughs> it's like we're paying rent on this practice studio for me to just get <laughs> stoned out of my mind and touch this pad. And everybody loved it. Yeah. <laughs> we just hooked it up to the PA too and just got so stoned and just I remember what were we playing? We were playing I can't remember if it was Takeover or we were playing other stuff. 
But we had a keyboard in the room at one point. Oh, I bought a synth. And I remember that was in the room, and we played with it for, like, a song or something. Oh, we did try to do something. Yeah, I, like, vaguely remember that. Yeah, um, I, I had that synth, uh, and then and I bought it, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And then Mark Underwood showed up, and <laughs> who is very into synths, yeah. and then just fucking destroyed it. And it was like... Oh yeah, I'm never gonna learn how to play this thing. <laughs> it's like you know what you're doing. I'm pushing buttons. <laughs> Sounds fucking sick though. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can you just play this all the time for me? <laughs> yeah. Um RJ, how'd you feel towards Heavy Hands by Shiloh? So I got to this one and I think I just literally put the chugs. Um just of the guitar, and I was like, "Ooh, I feel this. I like this." Just a chung, 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 I got chung, the chugs, <laughs> and <laughs> sounds like diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got the chugs. I did have Taco Bell, so I was probably in in a weird mood that time. But I was like, "I got the chug chugs." Did you go find um, that cheese it crunch wrap? No, I saw that though. Cheese it crunch wrap? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if this is actually a thing. I sent it. It is. I sent it on Instagram. They're they're testing it in the Bay Area. But I don't think it's it, it's gone other places because they're still yeah. out of Mexican pizza. I know where I'm going this weekend. <laughs> just a giant area. crunch wrap with a giant cheese. It because that'd be good because you got you know the cheese. It's got the crunch and they got the cheese and it's better than the little tostada that they throw in there. The way you describe things <laughs> bothers me <laughs> because you just described a cheese. It and we know what it is. Hey, for the people that aren't from, you know that are not familiarized with the cheese. It. They might need that. Yeah, our Zimbabwe audience. Yeah. yeah. I forgot our English second language audience (laughs) requires more explanation. Queso (laughs) y crunchy. See, the thing about a taco is you got like the beef and then you got the lettuce and then some cheese on there and sour cream and you have that all. And it's in the same thing. No, I got a crunch up when I went to Taco Bell, actually. RJ, can can you explain to me right now how to make a cheesy gordita crunch? Oh, yeah, do this. Yes. It's, I could jerk off it's of this. Let's go. Burned into your memory. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's in there because I worked two years at Taco Bell. Uh, they literally just released it as I was like leaving Taco Bell. So uh, it was like the new thing. But you get your gordita. Okay. You get your cheese. Yeah. The, 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 the three cheese blend. Okay. You put it on right there. Right? Okay. Then you get a regular shell taco. Okay. You get the scoop of beef. Yeah. Just one scoop. Yeah. Then you do your lettuce. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. You get the Baja sauce, and ah, then you, sauce, you yeah. throw it on there, and you throw it in the steamer to melt the uh, the gordita on Ooh, the top of the outside. Steamer. So you put it all in the steamer. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. If you put the and gordita. It melts, it melts it so it sticks to the shell. I was wondering <laughs> if you put the gordita on the shell first, and then you make the taco no, no, from no, no, there. No, no, no. You, you do this, the the the... The gordita with the cheese, you throw it in the steamer to make it all goopy, and, and then you just, then you put it on the taco like a sticker. So you kind of do them, yeah, like two separately things. So while it's steaming, you do you know your beef, your lettuce, your cheese oh, with the baja sauce. Sounds so good. And you add sour to that, oh, and then the crunch wrap. Oh, you just get your giant ass tortilla. Oh, those breakfast crunch wraps. Tostada. Then you put your nacho cheese on it, the sour cream, and, you know, lettuce and tomato, and then fold it up. And, and I, I still, I do, I fold it up the, the way that they do it for uh, at work. Yeah. And people are like, whoa, where'd you learn that? I was like, talk about two years. <laughs> the bell. Yeah. I served two years at the bell. <laughs> that little asshole chihuahua yelled at me all the time. <laughs> so I make breakfast. Uh, you cure my penis? <laughs> I make breakfast for Chupa mi verga, uh, puto. <laughs> breakfast versions of the tostada at work and 
I don't know if that's a copyright. There's issue. a generation of kids that don't even know about those potatoes, RJ. I know they're gone. No, they do potatoes there. They still do. They potatoes. still do the potatoes with the oh, they just got rid of the green onions. Yeah, they got. Oh, rid of the see, that makes that that makes everything. The sour cream I'm, and the chives. See, love I don't like it. those. I don't like uh, it. An E. coli outbreak. I was so That's mad. Why when I, I, I put those on everything. I put <laughs> yeah. them in burritos, like handfuls of them. I'm just like, oh, fuck, fuck E. coli. I'll, I'll take it. No, I knew, I knew it was going to be a problem. That's why I was like, I'm staying away from that. Never eating those green onions. <laughs> yeah, I just went to Taco Bell like two, three days ago, and they had the potato, uh, like a taco, and I was like, uh, you know, they just have so many things on their menu that they probably changed things over the years. Now it's probably just the sour cream potato bowl. Dude, it made me so mad. I had a bitch ass breakfast burrito from a place the other day. Yeah, and it was just like it was like almost ten dollars, and it was small as fuck. And I'm like, all the burritos, I just yeah. miss you. Yeah, <laughs> six fifty for so much food. <laughs> yeah. like, do you I want the ten pound burrito? Or you want the twenty yeah. pound burrito? And it's like I'll take I'll take twenty. You want fifty sauces or sixty sauces? <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> okay, we'll give you hundred ten sauces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you will. For bags. Yeah. One for the food, one just for sauces because you yeah. asked for one. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I love Addie's. Every yeah. once in a while, there's some lady that works at the one in Orangevale that will, I swear she makes her own salsa. Oh, yes. And she throws in an extra like large cup of, the, of her salsa, and it's the best. <laughs> but I can only get it when she's there. I love it so much. She's my salsa queen. Yeah, my salsa queen. <laughs> my, my salsa reina. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of like food anxiety when it comes to ordering. And Dustin was the first one that was like, I'll get it with sour cream. I was like, huh? Yeah. You could do that? Yeah. You could just ask them to add things? <laughs> ordering <laughs> off menu. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being, I was the same way, and it was Dustin that broke me, too, because <laughs> he would go in. Because he's an asshole. No offense, yeah. Dustin, but you're the one that's yeah. willing to do that. He's, he's a food asshole. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember going through the drive through McDonald's, and he would get a McChicken, but on a sesame seed bun. I was like, what the <laughs> are you yeah. doing that for yeah they're sesame seeds they don't mean shit he's like i just want it that way it's like and they'll do it and like they didn't say shit it wasn't it wasn't a problem it's just like oh yeah you just order shit differently he's always been like like one of the first times i was at dustin's house when i was like 15 or whatever he's like oh i'm gonna make top ramen i'm like oh that's cool man make a top ramen yeah. whatever he's like yeah but then i crack an egg in oh <laughs> i showed him that okay that was from me and i learned that from my mama that's the only thing she ever cooked yeah and i wasn't was around at the time so i only knew top ramen as top ramen probably until <sighs> i hit like you know Close to twenty, and I was like, "We could throw eggs and other I know, stuff it's in it." Revolutionary to see this. <laughs> the best it changes everything. Well, I mean, nowadays they're everywhere, and you yeah. just get like whatever in it, and it's just like, "Fuck!" I'd, I wish I knew that when I was like, you know, twelve years old, making that at the house. I had real ramen for the first time like last year. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, so filling. Black garlic and like curry sauce. Like you can just get whatever you want, and it's so good. No, I just had hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. I, I did too. I stole my brother's chocolate chip egos. I ate all those. God, all the it time. made me. It's so gross when you would go to get a hot pocket, and for some reason, my mom would buy the ham and cheese ones. I hated oh. those motherfuckers. They're so gross. I, they're disappointing when you're expecting the pepperoni ones. Yeah, especially if you don't cook them right. And it's yeah, like, no. You get a cold chunk in there. You get the ice block <laughs> in the middle of cheese. <laughs> of ham and of cheese. Icy ham cheese. <laughs> That's disappointing. 
<laughs> yeah, and you think you can't? You think you could get away with not using that little sleeve, little hot oh, pocket yeah, condom? No. But no, you can't. It needs that. Yeah, ham and cheese especially. Yeah, Damn, I, I haven't had a hot pocket for years. One of the first times she bought those like uh, uh, toaster strudel pastries, oh, and be like, this icing is for one pastry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what you do? You get both of them and you put it in the middle and you eat it like a sandwich. <laughs> there's, there's still like four more pastries. And I'm like, this is not enough icing for all of these pastries. <laughs> you just expect me to do like a little yeah. sprinkle of icing yeah. on this? <laughs> yeah, it's not even as much as they have on the picture on the box. No, yeah. half the time I just eat them and then I'm just like, fuck, I'm out of the, yeah. the rest. I'm just going to leave them in the freezer for my brother to eat. It's not even enough to make a icing swastika on there. No, yeah, you barely can't finish enough. it. <laughs> I remember I used to take the extra cheese packets out of Easy Max and make one with like two cheese packets, and then I would just have a bowl of noodles that I would just throw away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kind of child I was. <laughs> no, I remember I went over to his house and literally he threw the two cheese packets. I was like, "That's so much. He's <laughs> so good." <laughs> He's like, no, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It was very cheesy. <laughs> oh, man. Barbecue sauce quesadillas. I'm like, what the Ooh. fuck are you doing? He's like, two cheese bags. Uh, I, I used to eat the grossest thing. So, <laughs> and it's pretty sad when I say it out loud. So, like, I didn't know until I was an adult that you're supposed to add things to the cream of mushroom, meaning that, like, you're oh. supposed to add, like, water to it. <laughs> and I would just make cream of mushroom gravy essentially. <laughs> just eat that with, so with some triscuits oh. and some fucking saltines in there. Oh. And just go to town. That's <laughs> basically like condensed clam chowder yeah. without the clams. What did we used to do, Devin? We used to the Cheez Its and it was like ranch and ranch and hot like tobacco. Hot sauce, yeah. yeah. We just mix that and we would like finish a box a of like, delicacy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Quite good. Oh. Pretty yep, sure they uh, basically make those now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, this was back in the day before they made all these fancy fucking cheese it. Like all you get is cheese it small box, cheese it big box. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's all those choices. are your flavors. Wheat thin sun dried tomato. What the fuck is yeah. that? <laughs> I'll play that shit. Fucking pepper jack. Yeah. Ooh, the pepper Get jack your peppers go. out my cheese. I'll put my own damn peppers on my cheese. Uh, Beach Hut Deli has a sandwich that I'm so interested in trying. I hate cheese that's on it. Tell me how you feel about this. Peanut butter sandwich, pickles, and potato no. chips. No. 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 I'm not doing it. I know. Why I, would I do that? I The only reason I would try it is because it's on the menu, and I have a feeling somebody orders it. So I'm like, somebody might like it. If somebody you might paid be for it and I took a bite, I would take a yeah, bite. That's I'm not, that's <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, I'm not yeah. paying ten dollars well, for a peanut butter pickle sandwich, and it's only four dollars. Is it Lazy Dog that's around here that has the peanut butter and jelly uh, burger? Oh, that's fucking good though. So uh, you gave me a piece of yours, and I was like, this is actually delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I need to get this again. That kind of makes sense. That's not that crazy, but like peanut butter and pickles. I'm just not a pickle fan. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. I'll try chips and peanut butter all day long. Fucking love pickles. I, I love pickles. Uh, yeah, we're a couple deal boys down. over or here. If if it was those those hot mama ones that I used to like, oh the Lay's, I, I might try. I, I might try because I did like those ones. Yeah, think about that with peanut butter and potato <laughs> no. chips. I, no, no, I, I'd try it. I'd have to try it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna it's, make it's four it. bucks. I'm just gonna make it. It's four bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's four bucks. Go half season. There was a podcast right. where someone was telling a story about they were like ordering a sandwich at a place. It might have been like a subway, and they like requested that they put the chips on the sandwich for them. <laughs> Fuck yes, genius. <laughs> and the person at the subway was confused and just put the whole bag of chips. <laughs> Didn't open the bag, just slammed it in between the sandwich. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's easier to carry this way. (laughs) Makes sense. That's so funny. No, I want to. I want to go. Not not the same situation, but I want to go to uh, like In and Out Burger and be like, "Can you just like cook the burger and just flop it on a bed of fries for me?" Oh, I heard that there's you can actually get that at some places, but some places don't do that. It's called like something on their secret menu. But I was like, I just want the burger on top of it and just throw it in the fries and I'll eat it with the they fork. They just need to stop doing that. Just fucking stop at this point. You're in and out. You're like almost nationwide. Yeah. Just stop having a goddamn secret menu. Just have up there what the fuck you have. Uh, yeah. So goddamn I, annoying. They're just trying to be all 50s about it and be yeah. like, we're just a basic burger place. You have to it's request like, pepperoncinis. Fuck that. Put that on the menu <laughs> so I know what to call it. Because I say request mustard yeah. packets. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Every time I get, I want the peppers on my sandwich, but they're not jalapenos. And I ask for like the pep, I was like, pepperoncinis. They're like, okay, uh, burger with green chilies. Like, they're like, not no, green they're not green chilies. Yeah, <laughs> not fucking green chilies. Talk to any Mexican; they're gonna say that's not a fucking green chili. It's a wax pepper, if anything. Yeah, it's a banana pepper. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Spicier and very delicious, and I love it. But not a green chili. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Italians, Mexicans, way different. Yes, no. way different. Fucking in and out. Just give me the fucking thing. Fucking thing. Damn, I oh, we're losing Mike again. <laughs> oh, no, he's just speaking French. Oh, oui, oui. Interdit ux vivants. Interdit en vivant, amour et ton. Et It cuts off there. I can't read the rest of it. Et ton chins. Et ton is in chinos is just a, <laughs> gentle Chinese jeans. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a blue jeans, you know, like a denim, but blue jeans. Uh, yeah, this is by a French band. This song, I don't know how to pronounce its name, nor do I know what it means. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> the band's called Year of No Light, which is a fucking sick ass name. So sick. Off of their album Consolamentum. So. That's something French. <laughs> uh, this album came out in 2021. This is the third track on it, 11 minutes and 10 seconds. I think there's only like six songs on it, so it's kind of like an EP, but their songs are really long. Uh, Year of No Light is a French post-metal band formed in Bouldi in 2001 on their 2006 <laughs> debut album, Nord. And the band combined a dark, aggressive sludge metal sound with psychedelic atmospheres inspired by post-rock and shoegazing. In 2008, they underwent a significant lineup change, replacing their vocalist by a third guitarist and a second drummer. (laughs) Like Slipknot. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to kick out a vocalist and add a guitar player and a drummer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They have these doom metal drone and dark ambient influences on their album, Asselvut and Tuxen. <laughs> Year of No Light was founded in September 2001. 
Ooh. All right. Mm. A little 9-11 action here. Rough time. <laughs> Their 9-11 was like way later, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was that uh, Charlie Hebdo. Uh, let's see. So it looks like the band has had some various different uh, styles to them over the years. Uh, this song is fucking sick. Um, I want to listen to more of the band. I think I listened to another song on this album, and I liked it too. Um, I, I, I now I know to not go back too far, um, mm-hmm. to just stay in the sludge, dark ambient. I would argue hardcore sounding. Yeah, songs as hardcore as poster art gets. Oh yeah, the band worked on a soundtrack for Dreyer's Vampire. I think Vampire? That, I think that's on Netflix. Is that like a Dragul? Yeah. Like a Dracula? Yeah, I think so. I think it's on Netflix. I think it's oh. like a vampire series or movie. Okay. Mm. I'll watch that. No. Huh. Uh, but yeah, this song's fucking sick. Uh, yeah. I could have a I understand your we're getting into the abyss in this mix and I respect it. Mm-hmm. I could also have a mix of just this. <laughs> it was the, the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> I would have to just call that the abyss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're there. Just You're living in the abyss. Living in that hole. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get in that boy's hole? Oh. Gotta pay the troll toll. Gotta pay yeah. that troll toll. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. When the when it gets into that... Dun, 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 Like, and then just the speed metal drums afterwards, like Death yeah. Heaven. Yeah. Like, oh, so fucking sick so sick yeah yeah you don't need like inter- you don't need that interesting of guitar playing deaf heaven you could just have yeah. this just just yeah banging chords yeah 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 uh rj how'd you feel were you in the darkness uh i, I wasn't in the darkness as much <laughs> um but you believe in a thing called love Yes, yeah. I do. Want to know another rhythm of your heart? There's a chance we can make it now. We'll be rocking this hardcore style. See, that's more my style. Damn. I a thing called love. Talk about guitar riffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Uh, but I think, okay, I think partially. Last song was cool. This song was like, ooh, where's that attention span going? Yeah. And I got into it, and I was like, is this the same song I just listened to? And I was like, fuck, start it over. And then I'd be like, oh, now I'm at work. So I was like, I'll listen to it again later. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, fuck, is this this one? And I listened to it probably like 16 times, and I'm just like, all right, I, I can hear there's a difference, but I can't pick, like, this is the difference. Um, so it does have the similar, just kind of just like, the, as you said, hardcore, just the chuck, 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 chuck stuff going on. Um, it didn't stand out to me as much as the last one, but I think the last one stood out to me because it was different on the mix thus far versus this one similar to number four. So I was just like, okay, it doesn't stand out to me. Um, but I do see, like you did mention, Mike, it is a journey into the abyss as Devin titled because it's kind of just going into that darkness. Uh, but this one just doesn't stand out to me as much. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. You're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Right. How did how'd you stumble into these guys, Devin? Uh, same thing. It was uh, They had one of the best post-rock albums of last year, and this is kind of the one that I built the mix around when I heard this because it was just super heavy, super dark. Like I'll, I'll find some like doom metal every once in a while that I like and like some sludge stuff, but 
this straddled the line of that and post rock. Like it blended it really well. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of got the idea of finding something to build up to this uh, after I heard, especially this song. But it, this whole album is so good. But that's kind of where uh, uh, where it all came from. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to listen to more of it. Yeah, I haven't listened to their older albums, but I'm I'm curious about them making that big change and what their older stuff would sound like and if I would like it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. So, Devin, for me, you guessed 431. Yeah. Uh, wrong. Damn. Favorite song is 3. Damn. Least favorite song is one. Damn. Favorite artist is three. Damn. <laughs> I really like three. That album's right. sick, and uh, that song is the best song on here, in my opinion. All right. <clears throat> and then RJ, so mine was 313, and you guessed for RJ 323. <laughs> I was going off the, the feeling that I got from it was Dance Gavin Dance, a lot like Bird's style post rock in three like the closest out of the out of the mix to that but how did i do uh i mean it's there kind of uh so i picked my favorite is because my caspian so i picked two jesus Uh, (laughs) terrible song because i didn't get into it it was five Jesus. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just uh, my attention span was gone. You should have started it with the mix, and it would have changed. Like, entering from the abyss. You can't start from the abyss. No, fuck it. Who cares? It's just RJ. Just throw throw him in the abyss and figure it out. Okay. I'm the audience. (laughs) Um, Remember, Alpha. Um, But... And then I picked for my favorite song that I do want to get into is that Roman numeral I I I T T I I I I I T T T number three. Oh, right. oh, I nice. got one of them right. Yeah, you'd like that album, RJ. It's good. I'm intrigued, and then it's just I don't believe that's what it actually stands for either. So that is what it stands for. It's the only lyrics in the song, virtually. <laughs> there are some other lyrics afterwards, but that's what it means. Okay, but no, I'm I want to listen to them. And I'm going to. Yeah, going to. I just wanted to read this about staring into the abyss, about the proverb. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know what it's from. I guess it's Nietzsche. But uh, stare into the abyss, and the abyss stares back at you. And this analysis of it says, the abyss is a dark, bottomless space where your worst fears reside. By staring into the abyss, you are waiting for the darkest parts of you to consume your thoughts. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. Born. That's ooh, that's what I could have called it if it was all song five. Just born in the darkness. <laughs> just Bane. Bane. Just called it Bane. <laughs> yeah, you just think it's all Bane songs. <laughs> yeah. uh, Devin, I'm going to give you a solid 4.5. Hell yeah. Yeah, I really nice. enjoyed it. Um, there's not a song that I disliked. The first song I don't love, but it also gets stuck in my head, the riff. So yeah. I don't hate it. So, yeah, 4.5, though, solid. Nice. I enjoyed All it. Right. I would give that not album a band. chance sometime, the Beware of Safety one. I I feel like you might like that album as a whole mm-hmm. um, out of the context of Staring into the Abyss because it's a very uh, uplifting album, hmm. but still in like that minor key. 
Very Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. RJ. City of Angels. Um, so I, I I did enjoy this one. Um, I just wish I paid more attention to the last one and just not kept on mixing it together. You just don't know about the abyss. Um, I gave I gave you you know a three point nine. You're not willing to accept your fears, RJ. Yeah. And let them consume. I like, you. I like the. What's light. your biggest fear, RJ? What is your fear? No, I like lights. I like. Uh, is you know, it not being? Are you claustrophobic? No, I don't like spiders. Are you scared of the dark? Spiders are your yeah. biggest fear. Yeah, I don't like spiders. It's your biggest fear? No, no, I don't like spiders. That's like, your biggest fear, though. Now you can show me darkness. I'm like, that's cool. You show me a black widow. I'm like, I'm out. But, but like, you can squish them so easily. Yeah. I oh, know. I throw my shoe. Okay. <laughs> what is <laughs> wheel? And I'm like, get in. <laughs> And I just pick it up and let it outside. Yeah. <laughs> but what if you were like on the top of a building, like on a ledge? Heights are. I mean, just, I'd rather be in your bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You use the bucket, then be like, like here's a black widow on this table next to you, and I'd be like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, sit but over the there. bucket's safe. Yeah. See, the R- RJ, did you see not. the new Jackass? Uh, he I thought, thought he did. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> he watched uh, yeah, Jackass else. Forever. Oh, yeah. Which no. is like the behind the scenes one. Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Uh, there's that cool scene, RJ, where they have the tube with the tarantula in the tube and the yeah, tube connected to their face. <laughs> and the tarantula is walking towards your yeah, face yeah. and you can't do anything about it. No. Uh, so, I, you know, when you go to the zoo and they have like the spider section, yeah. I just literally look at the other wall. <laughs> I used to pick up tarantulas at nope, the, nope, nope, the place nope, I used to live, nope. like out in Lotus. If I had a weed eater, I'd weed eat them. I didn't think they were poisonous, but they are poisonous to humans. It's just the ones that you see in movies like Home Alone are defanged. Yeah. But I just used to pick them up all the time because they were out there. They're supposed to be pretty gentle. Yeah, they were fine. I never got bit by one. And they were pretty cool. Like something about a tarantula I'm I'm not startled by because they're furry. I feel like they're the king of the spider. That's not true, RJ. Yeah. And when I was in Maui, we stayed at a place... And there was a crab spider in there, RJ. Yeah, those oh, are gross, too. Yeah. Those are about a foot in diameter. Yeah. What are those, like, camel spiders? Camel too? spiders. Yeah, those are gross. in California. Those are in your backyard. They got camel spiders here? Nope. Yeah. Not going outside. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they used to be, I think, more strictly in, like, uh, Southern California. But I think there's camel spiders up in Northern California now. They got the big ones in Afghanistan that are, yeah. like, the biggest spiders. Like, I've seen videos of people fighting them, like, <laughs> cockfights. It's yeah. crazy. I think the crab spider is pretty much the same size. That thing looked, it was on the ceiling of the room that we were in. Oh. And it looked exactly like uh, a, a, a xenomorph before they become a xenomorph. <laughs> a face hugger. It just looked like a face hugger on the ceiling, oh. just crawling around up there. Oh, oh fuck. so scary. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, no. I wouldn't pick that one up. But, but there is poisonous. something about Black Widows where, like, the shininess, it gets to me. Mm. It, that looks creepy. They look they, wet. They piss me off. Yeah. There's something about Black Widows that make me very irritated because I'm like, you can hurt people and you're just hanging out in these yep. crevices. Yep. And I was yeah. like, you pieces of shit. I know you uh, only come out at dark, but like, I can't see you in the dark. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're probably just crawling in your mouth in the dark and not biting you, just being like, ha-ha. As soon as I find their web, I just get the flamethrower, and I'm like, all right, let's kill everything in the garage. Their webs are super sticky, too. They're the ones that, like, get stuck on you, and then they're like, oh, there's something in my web. It's a human. I'm going to fucking eat it. (laughs) I run into them all the time in, like, electrical rooms and just buy electrical shit. They're terrible. But the good thing is, if you find one, you know there's pretty much only one. To worry about. Yeah. You kill it, there's nothing else around it. Unless it's like a brush pile. Yeah, there could be a lot of them in there. Yeah, if it's like a no. bunch of wood stacked on itself. I had yeah. a, I had my uh, S10 that broke down on me that was just sitting oh, in the yeah. property in, in Plasterville. And it was there for a while, like months. And eventually I went out there just to clean it up so we could like sell it or something like that. And literally it was covered in cobwebs. And every square inch you looked, there was a black widow. Yeah. So we ended up just throwing a tarp over it and throwing like twenty bug bombs. Yeah. <laughs> or just driven it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> just fly off on the road. <laughs> no, their webs are strong. They'll be like, This is cool. This is a breeze to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh Devin, what are you gonna give yourself on this mix? Um, I'm going to go 4.8 out of 5. Nice. I was happy with the, the songs that I picked out of uh, all of the ones that I went through. Um, there's another band called Ranges out of Montana that's pretty fucking cool that actually has a song called Abyss that I almost put on here. Um, then the band Black was on here also. I think I might have had a Russian Circle song on here at some point, but <laughs> just didn't fit. You can't do it. Can't do it. It's already been done. Yep. Yep. I mean, there's... I'm Russian just Circles just came out with a new single, Conduit. It's awesome. I'm surprised you still haven't put Godspeed on a mix. Um, I know you've got a mix with them on there. Well, the mix that I have is a full album by them. <laughs> That's right. And it's only four songs, <laughs> but it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> so it's tough. Like... <laughs> I'm, I'll find a way. Yeah, it's it can't be off of one of the albums that I love because all of those songs are like minimum twenty minutes. Yeah, so it's got to be off of like Yankee XO, which I don't listen to that much. Um, all right, Spider Queen, what do you got for us this week? <laughs> so eight legged freak. <laughs> so I basically did this for me. Of course you did. God damn it. So, but it's a weird for me. It's for it, it's just too. They they are popular in today's society, and I don't know much about them. Oh, so I know we discussed this as something we wouldn't want to do a long time ago. Oh, we but wouldn't I was like, want to do no that we wouldn't want to do. What you'll see once you get the mix. <laughs> and I was literally like, ooh, something came up. And then I was like, all right, I need to look into this because I don't even know what's going on. Uh, the name of this mix that I titled is Some Hot Girl Shit. What? <laughs> Some Hot Girl Shit. You got. You better have Nikki on here. She's on there. Okay. All right. You got the bad bitches? They are some bad bitches. All right. Uh, dude, my my name for this mix is... I have a mix very similar, RJ. Very similar. And because we were talking about it. We're like, we don't want to hear it. Like, just, I'll save it more for next week. But <laughs> Yeah, I know all of these. 
Yeah. That fourth song is fucking sick as fuck. Such a good song. I don't know if I've heard that one. It's a new hot single. Shit. Oh, no, it popped up. That I think that one and another one kind of popped up on my things, like of new songs, and I was like, oh, that's an idea, because there's two of them that I just... And I went off of that. All right. I know all these bad bitches. I'm sad that the third one... songs. You, you didn't pick Bitch, I'm a Cow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Bitch, I'm a Cow? I've heard of it, but I haven't heard it. Like I said, I, I'm very not on top of my... My name for this mix is just called Queen, RJ. Oh, I was I did Hot Mama first, and then I changed to this one. Ooh, Hot Mama's nice, but I like the hot girl shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm excited for this one. This is going to be a great week for me. Yeah. yeah. Roll your windows up because <laughs> people might look at you weird. No, That's hell fine. no. His pussy is out, brother. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm airing that shit out. <laughs> Pheromones. <laughs> you know I got that hot dog bun pussy. <laughs> I can buffalo gum slapping in the wind. <laughs> Literally, somebody's going to walk up to your window and be like, what's up, baby? Oh, you're, you're, you're okay. Uh, yeah, you can still get it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end of the week, Devin has big hoop earrings, long yeah. fingernails, and he's just popping gum. Yeah. <laughs> I literally drive from here to my work, and that's it. Devin's in the middle of Sacramento, you know, just the Bay Area, so he might get a different crowd. Girl, you got to get your life together. Shit. I'm exact. I'm 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 all in on this RJ. I love okay. all these artists. I love all the songs. I've got a mix just like this. It's great. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm intrigued of where this is going. I listen to a lot of stuff. I'm down <laughs> for the Doge. Okay. I'm ride or die for Doge. Oh, uh, have you heard uh, the second artist? I have on SNL. Oh, uh, okay. But nothing else besides that, and I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. It's just uh It's just. It's just the first artist and the fourth artist, um, but I haven't listened to anything else. So, and I got nothing against one and four. So, I'm curious. Yeah, well, I was surprised that I liked five a while ago. Yeah, I had Cardi on a mix. I had a different mix with Doja on it that was separate from my Hot Girl shit mix, just like RJ's. Yeah, this one just popped up, so I was like, "Ooh!" I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Okay, okay, this can go on there." All right. Yeah. All right. Good. Let's see how it goes. Could have had Beyonce on there. Could have had some yawns. No. Yeah. Or even Kelly Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You know what you're missing on here, RJ, right? Hmm. Do you know? I do not. That big old bitch Lizzo. <laughs> oh! So I, I try to keep it more frequently because I was like, I could put like, you know, little Kim on there and just like, like 90 stuff. And I was like, I want to keep it with more uh, newer stuff. Missy Elliott does have newer stuff she's doing. What, do, what are your shoulders doing right now, RJ? Mine were moving. <laughs> Mine were moving. <laughs> it's the only, it's the only dance movie you could do. No, I, I like Missy Elliott. I think she did a great job. I think she got like cancer or something like that. So she disappeared for a while. She's a producer. No, yeah, but she got like cancer, so she like left the, the just the scene. Mm. She got something, some disease or something like that. Then now Lou she's slowly. It's either cancer or Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> it's something. It's something that I'm whatever not aware it is. Of. She's over it. Now. <laughs> she, she's barely. So it's better. probably Lou Gehrig's disease because that's really easy to beat. Yeah. But yeah, she she's like you know came back and she I guess she lost a lot of weight 
And then yeah. she like she did another song, and we're like, oh, nobody nowadays knows your name. That's good. <laughs> yeah. She's been producing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know up, what she's been doing with that. She picked up that mantle. She's done a lot of big songs. Damn, wow, I did not know you that. You could do a 90s version of this with like Aaliyah, Eve, Lil' Kim, I tried, Missy bro. Elliott. I tried. I've, yeah. I've tried this. Yeah. It's real hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only things that you could play are the hits. I don't even know like the B-sides. Yeah, I can't imagine they're great. Yeah. it's, yeah. it's Maybe Aaliyah. Yeah. I can see Aaliyah having some good stuff. Missy Elliott got her start with Aaliyah. She with was, Aaliyah? Yeah, she was a background singer uh, on one of Aaliyah's like f- very early songs. Because uh, what's his face? Uh, Timbaland uh, oh, produced yeah. Aaliyah, and uh, Missy was there. And then Timbaland produced Missy stuff. I feel like you could throw like TLC on there too somewhere. Yeah, don't go chasing waterfalls. <sighs> Stick the rivers and lakes before. No. It's there. It's all that. Did you know all that's on Netflix? Oh, did not know that. Same with Keenan and Kel. I wonder if any of that is good. It was great back then. (laughs) I don't. All right, I don't. It was great. So, so (laughs) one of my first albums was from Immature. Okay, so we had Soul for Real Candy Rain when we were little. But then I remember rewatching it was on TV or something, or somebody showed something of a uh, what's that? The Amanda Show. Amanda, please. Uh, yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, "This is stupid." And I was like, "I'm not into this." But yet again, I was probably like 16 years old, so I was just no. Like, you're younger than that. Well, they, they would show it on TV. The, the oh, reruns, okay. reruns. like, like yeah. I saw it, and I was like, "This is dumb." Yeah. And like everybody nowadays that I talk to at work, they're all like, "No, that was the best. That was the funniest." And I was like, "That's my all that." And I was just like, I get it because I was little and I was young, so I thought it was awesome. But I was like, nowadays I'd probably be like, this is just stupid kids being like, I love orange soda. Okay. <laughs> my, my coworker the other day was like, oh, I love orange soda. And I was like, Kel loves orange soda. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> is it true? I was like, you, you never watched. He's like, what? you don't know what Good Burger is. Do you? you don't know Keenan Kel. You don't know all that. Like, it's like, nope. No, he's going to be like, I know the real life of Zach and Cody. Like, yeah. What the sweet no, life of Zach like, and Cody? Oh, the is. guy from Saturday Night Live. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and even then, I don't think anybody in that generation watches Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just off the table. Like, what is there for them? Dumb political jokes. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I've tried Who's rewatching watching? Mad TV, and that did not hold up, unfortunately. Not even Stewart. No. What about Miss Swan? Miss Swan's probably great now for different <laughs> reasons. Yeah. I'm telling RJ's you. Miss Swan. The only show that holds up the best is Whose Line Is It Anyways? Fucking, <sighs> no, we so we used to watch that all the time when we were, uh, my brother and so I when we were little, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's so the good. best show. Yeah. They're coming to – they're on tour this year. They're, on, they're coming to SAC. It's so yeah. funny. All right. I got to watch it. What's it on? Peacock? No, it's on HBO Max. HBO? Which yeah, one just, do you watch? Just watch the new seasons. It's from 2013. The newer seasons? Yeah, they have okay. nine seasons, I believe, of the newer seasons. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. Not with Drew Carey anymore? No, it's with uh, Aisha Tyler. She's so funny. Oh, Drew I Carey, like he's doing, uh, isn't the, the Price is Right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. have you seen him? It'd be funny if Bob Barker hosts the Whose Line It Is Anyway now. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Drew Carey now? No. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> I've only <laughs> seen him... I saw him at the gym. I was like, who the fuck is that fat fuck? 
And it's, it's Drew Carey. He just looked like some like uh, IPA hipster with a beard and. Wait, uh, you saw him like at your gym? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he doing? No, there? I saw him at the, on so the TV. Yeah, it's odd. You know how like like it's always a big thing when like Adele loses weight and everybody like all of her fans get mad at her. Like they're like, oh my god! Like you don't have to lose weight. Like it's always a huge deal. That's how I feel about Drew Carey. He lost weight, and I'm like, fuck you. Like, I'm done with you, Drew Carey. He does have a beard. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him on Price is Right. It's weird. Whoa. His personality is weird on Price is Right. You know why he's an awesome, though, RJ? Hmm. Because he's always been open about paying for prostitutes. He's just like, I don't see the problem with me just paying for high, high scale sex. Yeah. He just, he's just like, you know, yeah, I, like, I they can't do a go weird thing in women. Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Cleveland rocks, bro. <laughs> Whatever they do. I watched Drew Carey show again, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Ryan Stiles has been on Who's Line since, like, 92. And he's mm-hmm. still there? Yeah. Still fucking doing it, dude. Could you is imagine? Colin Mockery still there? Hell yeah, he is, brother. Damn. The king of Toronto. Damn. He's the best. I love Colin Mockery. Those guys, those are the two comedic geniuses that will never get their due yep. between Mockery and Styles. Wayne Brady, like, he's gotten his due because of Dave Chappelle. Yep. And he's done a he shit ton of other things. show that didn't yeah. do too well either. Yeah, but he's done a bunch of those game shows, and yeah. he's a household name. Yeah. yeah. He's funny yeah. as fuck, but. Whose yeah. line was hilarious? What about Greg Proops, huh, RJ? You a Proops oh, man? You a Proops head? I don't know who that one is. I have to look up who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually ambiguous Greg, Greg Proops? No, why don't you say it like that, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, top ten followers on Instagram right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so on to some bad bitches this week, RJ. I'm excited. Some I'm going to work. I'm going to get my pump on every morning listening to these hot, hot girls. It's anytime you like feel like sitting on that like giant hog. Yeah. Oh, I love sitting on giant hogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ride that hog till, <laughs> till the day is done. I'm going to spread these cheeks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you just got yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave me permission. That's all I need in my eyes. <laughs> Hope you guys some barbecue sauce. <laughs> no, oh. that Kansas City shit. <laughs> yeah, I like that vinegar yeah. barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best lube. <laughs> <laughs> Extra mustard, please. Yeah, we moved on from those glory holes now. <laughs> Never move on from glory holes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you want to listen to this mix from Devin, just uh, type in five song mixtape, all one word, into Spotify. And the mix will be there eventually, Milkman. Eventually. Okay. Yeah. Might be next year. Yeah. That's fine. We are on our terms here, That's not fine. Milkman terms. Yeah, you heard the middle of this podcast. Should happen sometimes. <laughs> Your milk was spoiled last yeah. week. Yeah. Was it? That's uh, fucked up. That's dangerous. We did, have, we did have to throw one away. That's libel. You cannot. Does he put bring that you his name, RJ? When I ask him nicely. Oh, okay, that's good. Can he bring you eggnog right now? No, they don't, it's not, they don't have it. Uh, it's only seasonal. Do Did you his, ask him? Do you have his pager? No, I literally have the <laughs> yeah. guy. I have the boss man, like, you know, the head honcho, the dad, we'll call him. Um, and I ask him, and he's like, no, we don't have it in season yet. Dave? No, not Dave. Oh. This is uh, the, the, other win- guy. the Wendy's guy? 
No, good old Dave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good old Dave Thomas here, <laughs> distributing eggnog for everybody in the Folsom area. Change you know, my you line can of go work. To play. I've, I've been to like some. It was like Bevmo or something like that, and they. It was like June, and I walk in there, and they had like eggnog in their fridge, and I was like, "What? They have it like year round." Gross. I I don't know. I don't know what eggnog is still, and I don't want to know. It's nog of the egg. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you put it that way, you don't know about noggin eggs. <laughs> you know, I, I've I never tried the nog, nog of other things. Right so, <laughs> do they have beef nog? Could you imagine if eggnog was just hard-boiled eggs and milk just fermented? <laughs> I have a feeling it's not far off. You just pour enough sugar in anything. You just get a hard-boiled egg and you squeeze the egg and just throw it in a glass of milk and throw sugar in it and be like, eggnog. I mean, yeah. historically, putting sugar and spices and things is usually a way to mask the shitty taste of whatever's <laughs> underneath it. So, No, that's just a holiday treat, bro. It's the Indian food of milk. And and I love you love eggs. Yeah, you love I was about eggs. to say. You love in- Indian food and you love eggs. Yeah, but they throw a bunch of fucking spices in there. Yeah, they throw sugar. So their chicken sucks. I want some Indian food now. <laughs> sounds good. Sog paneer. All right. On to next week, Tendori. 